Blog Talk Radio. You're tuned into Outsiders Boxing Podcast, where they only gonna give you the realest talking. Boxing, 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 boxing. Ah, hello everyone out there, boxing fans, regulars. Hello, it's the Outsiders Boxing Podcast. I am your man, JP, also known as Heavy-Handed J, filling in for RC on this glorious Sunday morning. How is everyone? The big fight went down last night. Did you see it? I know I did. We have uh, our boy Willa, who was on site. Can't wait to hear about that. But as we always do, and like I said, I'm filling in for RC here, and that's some big shoes to fill. Now, I've never met RC in real life, but what I can take from watching, at this point, hundreds of videos of RC, he's about five, he's no taller than 5'7". But I tell you, there's some big shoes to fill here with RC. He got shack size feet, and I'm filling in for him. Big shoes to fill, and I'm trying to do it how RC do it. It's a beautiful Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon at this point. Beautiful. It looks like a day where God will be like, fuck it, I'm coming down there. It's it's gorgeous. I'm coming back today. It's that beautiful today. About 73 degrees. Glorious. It's like it never rained. We had a lot of rain this season. Those of you around the country may know here in California, here in Southern California especially. But Glorious day, nonetheless. But what we're here talking about tonight here on the Outsiders Boxing Podcast is the aftermath, the result of the Errol Spence-Mikey Garcia showdown in Arlington, Texas last night. Did Did it go as we all expected? What were the unexpected? What What happened? Did anything happen in the fight that we didn't expect to happen? Did it go as planned? I know some of you are going to say, yeah, you picked a unanimous decision. I got it right. But guess what? It's a great thing I'm hosting today because I got on my petty hat, and I ain't letting shit slide. All right? So whoever call in, whoever's online, and you think you're going to tell me you picked the 12-rounder and you got it right, oh, I got something loaded up for you. I'm loaded up. I got on my petty hat, and I'm going in on that shit. So you better have your shit right, because I ain't let nothing slide today. Boxing. We have, we got a fight that we didn't even ask for, guys. We usually get the, the M word, right, marination. We ain't get none of that. They just gave it to us. Mikey Garcia, ambitious. Maybe some would say at this point a bit overzealous. <laughs> but um, we'll talk about it though, man. And uh, like I said, myself is looking good down here. My man Willa was on the scene. Willa, 
How you doing out there today, brother? I'm glad to see you got back to Houston safe and sound. What's going on? Oh, man. Hey, happy uh, Sunday to everybody. Uh, beautiful day out here, a little chilly uh, to end the spring break weekend off, uh, the spring break week off correctly. Um, man, like you said, out there in Arlington, Texas, um, AT&T Stadium, Jerry World, it was, uh, you know, pretty good experience, pretty good, good experience, pretty good fights, even though they weren't good fights. There was a lot of good action. Um, bubble butts everywhere. You know, this wasn't Canelo style women, but it was women out there. It was it was a good look. Spence brought them out. Mikey brought them out. Can, can we get a little detail on them there. now? Now, now, what were the ratios, Willie? You know what? If this is a boxing show. It's going to be ninety-nine percent men listening in here. Now, we want to know what the girls was looking like, and what were you know? Did we have some sisters was in the building? Was it all Latino hotties? Was it you know? What, 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 tell us about them now. It was mostly. It was black. the The crowd was mostly black and Hispanic. It was a black and Hispanic crowd. Um, you know, the first fence fight I went to at the uh, out there in Frisco, Texas, it was mostly black. It was a thug affair. This one wasn't really – this one was more – it seemed like it wasn't really – you know, it was the same people there that were at the Earl Spence fight, plus there was a little older black people, a little more refined black people. Then there was a lot of Mexicans. I think they said it was 37, 40,000 people in there. Um. You know, like I said, there was just you know the boot the the sisters were killing it, booties everywhere. Uh, you know the Tinas was killing it too, booties everywhere, breasts popping out. You know, yeah, it was crazy out there. Lady J, I don't know, it's this one lady named Lady J. She works on the uh, the Dallas radio, one of the finest sisters I've ever seen in my life. She kept on giving me the eye, Good but God. you know, I had to I had to show her the ring. <laughs> I had to show her what's oh, going on. You know, she was with she was with a darker brother, but she was like a little like a caramel, like thin, but mm. popped out. It was crazy. She was fine as hell. Like I seen her, I was like, God damn. But you mm. know, I was with the old man, so no foolery would take place. Nor nor would I be, you know, if I was by myself, would I partake in any foolery. But I'm definitely not partaking when I'm out there with, with my old man. He might drop a dime, so. Damn, as you should, as you should represent for us married fellas. But uh, goddamn, man, sounds like an amazing experience. So there was 40,000 deep out there, man. So do you feel like two stars fought last night? Was it was that feel in the building? It definitely was. Uh, you know, the fights that I've been to, uh, this was the one that was the most uh, star-studded. You know, there was a lot. Well, I say star studded, but just a lot of boxers. They had everybody. PBC brought everybody out. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of cowboys there. You know, the people were hyped. You know, it was a lot of Mikey Garcia's fans, but I think you know it was more Earl fans than anything. Earl probably had sixty-five to seventy percent of the fans, but Mikey had his good fair, but a good thing of fans too. And it was, um, you know, we'll get into the fight, but it was. It was a great atmosphere, you know, besides these boys hitting you over the head for $50 parking, you know, Whoa. at the stadium. No, 55 Whoa. 55 if you use cash. Wow. Yeah, but he's, they lucky I told my old man. That. 
Yeah, neither have I. I'm the type of guy, you know, I'm the cheapest of the cheap. I told my old man, you know, I'm a, you know, I, I ain't paying fifty dollars. I'm gonna walk though. He had to break out his bread because I, I would have just, I would have walked that half mile, uh, that quarter, <laughs> that three quarters of a mile. I say I just paid myself fifty dollars to walk a mile because I wasn't doing that. But Jerry oh, World taxes, you gotta imagine. Of a mile? Yeah, you gotta you gotta oh imagine Jerry God. World. They selling out and they they hitting boys fifty dollars in their head. And this is the close parking. I mean, you know, so yeah, this is like not the close parking. This is the actual AT and T Stadium parking. You know, usually you get parking, you get that parking, and then you know the the guys, the the black guys on the thing, they try to hit you for fifty and sixty as you get a little, you know, the closer you get. But these boys, the the official parking was fifty dollars, so they made a whole bunch wow. of money. I don't know who's getting that, Jerry. I'm sure Jerry is. So you just got to think if they're selling out every game. 80,000 80, people, they're getting them expensive-ass tickets, plus they got to pay 50 to get on the to, to park. Crazy. Damn. That is insane, man. That is astronomical. That I've never heard. Of. I thought we get it bad out here, $25, you know, for the local fights. But $50, that's absurd, man. Now, you know, I feel like you're going to drive people away doing that kind of shit just blatantly – you know, trying to get into people's pockets, man. That's ridiculous. <clears throat> they was so, uh, Yeah, I think you got to pay. So how did it feel in there, though? That being a – some people will call that place, you know, cavernous. Some some places can be so big and you just don't feel like it's filled up and it's not intimate enough. They're too cavernous at times. How did it feel being in a place that big? How did it feel – like the viewership point of the fight, were you able to really see the fight well? Did it feel like you, you know, how did it feel in that aspect? So, uh, you know, me, I decided to, you know, being the cheap guy, um, every now and then I'll splurge when I see something reasonable. You know, I never would imagine myself paying for a floor ticket, especially when it comes to, you know, Vegas prices, L.A. prices where they're hitting boys in the head five, six, seven thousands of dollars per seat. But when I saw that the Earl Spence Mikey Garcia fight was uh, three three hundred for the floor seats, I went ahead and got on that. So I was on the floor. Uh, luckily, I was on the edge, and I was like in this perfect spot where I could see everything perfectly. You know, I think I was. Uh, we were. 12 rows back. So I can see everything perfectly. Now, if you look back behind me, those people are maybe 200, 300 yards away is where the uh, the seats start, like the actual stadium seats. So I don't know how that felt. You know what I'm saying? Because I was close, and it felt where I was, it was close, it was loud, People were everywhere. It felt like just regular boxing. But it was a big gate in between the floor seats and the seats where everybody, you know, and the, uh, the regular seats, the seats in the, uh, the stadium seats. So it was loud in there. It really, you know, it, it felt good. I'm not going to lie. It, it didn't feel bad. But then, like I said, then again, I was close to the action. So I think if you're close to the action, it don't really matter where you are. So I, I can't really say – what the whole feel of it was, but it was loud as shit in there. I know that they were loud. 
There was a lot of people in there, and uh, you know, people people were firing up. You know, they're smoking weed. Twelve, like the row out there. The guy was, was like fifteen. <laughs> yeah, he was fifteen. He was like not fifteen rows. He was like in row fifteen. This boy's firing up like stinky, stinky. I'm looking around like, God damn, what's this? Boys is firing up. <laughs> it was a good feel. It, it it felt good in there. Mexicans, they were they were very loud at the beginning. And I'm a Mikey Garcia fan, but I just you know I knew what was gonna happen. But we'll talk we'll talk about the fight this more. But it was hey, much love to everybody. It was only one fight, and uh, like in the tenth round, I think Earl Smith started. Pouring it on, and maybe when you're if you're at home, you thought people were screaming for Earl Spence, but you know how when you're looking at when you're looking at a fight and everybody's looking to the side and you're like, what the fuck's going on? And everybody's like looking away. That happened. There was a big brawl for it all for about two minutes of that tenth round. But besides that, man, no problems. In and out, Dallas Stadium is amazing. I didn't really get to walk around that motherfucker because that shit is huge. But the goddamn the the uh, the the I think they say the TV screen. Most people say they you know you go in there and you're really just gonna be watching that big ass TV screen that they got out there, and that shit is amazing too. So I had a great time, man. It was a good feel. I don't think uh, I think that was a great place to have a have a fight. But that's with me sitting close. Maybe if I sit far away, I would have a better uh, I would have a different um, opinion of it. <clears throat> Well said, my friend. And, yeah, and that was the last thing I wanted to touch on. That's what we all want to know about is that motherfucking state-of-the-art TV screen. So that thing is official, huh? Looks looks great hanging up there. Oh, yeah. No, that shit is, that shit is like 1080IPZ or, or what is it, new stuff, uh, 35K or something like that? That shit was pristine. I heard that. Right on, right on, man. So, Wonderful breakdown from our our man, our affiliate, our on-site affiliate, Willa Wilson, uh, breaking it down, man, uh, telling us about the experience out there at Dallas, uh, what we learned from it was some bubble butts out there. You know, the the, the sisters was representing, the Latinas was representing, um, everything was, the pricing was fucking ridiculous. <clears throat> Willa didn't really get around the, the stadium much, but had a great seat. Sound like everybody got along pretty well and then was able to get out and get to those freeways. That's one thing that's really important about going to fights or big events. How's the exiting? Is it tough to exit to get out of this place, or is it like smooth selling where, you know, they, they got enough space for everybody? But, um, yeah, great breakdown, Willa. Let's get into some of the fight, though, man. Let's talk about the fight. Now, I don't want to give too much at the beginning here, but I'll say this. A bit of a surprise and a bit of something what our Outsiders podcast homie said, Syme, we might see Errol Spence come out and try to box <clears throat> because he has felt antagonized, for lack of a better word, from Camp Garcia. Them alluding the whole time leading up to the fight that, you know, they, they see things. Now, I question whether they have cataract or not, glaucoma, because obviously whatever they've seen, it was a mirage. It must have been hot out there in Oxnard because they thought they seen something, but it wasn't there. We learned that. And we, learned, uh, we also learned that Arrow had a few more tools in the bag than we thought he did. You know, 
I, for one, said there's a uh, my whole conversation last week was based upon one guy having all the measurables, and we assume the other guys, this other guy has all the immeasurables, all the intangibles, the timing, you know, that timing everyone was talking about, <clears throat> you know, just didn't really come to fruition. What we really seen is the guy with all the measurables. Just do what a guy with all the measurables does most times. Did we romanticize the whole entire situation? Because to me, if you ask me, we romanticized a lot of what Mikey Garcia was last night. Really, what we've seen is the measurables all come into play. Shorter arms were a big thing here. Slower feet was a big thing here. Mikey Garcia could not beat that man to a spot. You have to think Manny Pacquiao. If you're an attack fighter with short arms, you have to have the foot advantage. Sean Porter, i.e., you have to be able to get to that spot before the other guy. Your arms are shorter. Mikey Garcia didn't have that advantage. All the measurables came into play, and it was just a better man, a bigger, more talented, stronger, faster man beating up a less talented man, in my opinion. Now, Willa, what did you see inside the stadium last night, man? Oh, man. What I saw is really what I thought I was going to see. You know, like you said, a lot of people are calling the fight. You know, they're going to sell. We'll see if Syme calls in or, you know, RC. We'll see what he's doing. Um, but, you know, a lot of people said it's going to – some people said it was going to be the 12-round decision, unanimous, blah, blah, blah. But what I thought was going to happen is what happened last night, minus uh, Mikey's corner uh, having a little – giving him a little more leeway than I thought they were going to that – they, that they were going to give him. Mikey started off cool. In fact, I gave Mikey the first two rounds. Those are the only rounds I gave Mikey Garcia. Um, but he was in there fighting. And he didn't win those. Mikey, he definitely didn't win those, Willa. I know it's always a different view inside the stadium than, you know, on TV. But Mikey, me and my boys was counting rounds. <clears throat> Mikey possibly won the second round. Second After round. that, he definitely lost. Yeah, the second round was a close round that you, that could have went either way. I personally feel you had to give Mikey a slightly some benefit of the doubt to give it to him, but I said forget it. Let's give it to him. One and three definitely went to Spence. And, um, you know, the following rounds after that, we basically kind of stopped counting because it was clear who was winning. Go ahead, my man. Well, yeah, I'm with you there. You know, the first round I think was, was a filling out round, and I gave – I gave Mikey a few a, a little love for that body work. I believe he was doing in that first round. Second round, I think it was a uh, it was a, Mikey might have won, but that's the only round that everybody in the area sort of agreed with. You know, there were some people that had it shut out, but everybody that gave him any round, the second round was the round that everybody gave him. Right, so you know, Mikey went yeah. in there. Mikey went in there and he tried to he fought. And he fought, and he fought hard until the ninth round, ninth or tenth round, and that's when he started. He realized that it was nothing he could do. 
Um, it, he was just going to get beat. And I think he's very – I think – I think the only reason why he didn't get knocked out or he didn't get beat worse because that was a battery. You know, Sime came on here last week's like, y'all think he's going to get beat up like that? And I was like, yes, he is going to get beat up like that. You know, I never said he was going to get slept. I thought he was going to take a knee and they were going to throw in the towel and we were going to be crying. And I'll tell you what, in that 11th or the, I think it was the 11th round, in that 11th round, the Mexicans around there, their voices started getting real high. One guy was like, hey, man, they need to throw in the fucking towel. They wanted the fans wanted the towel thrown in because they were like, what's going to – the fight is already over. Why are y'all just letting this man get beat? I think Earl Spence strategically chose not to give him all that he had. Like he said, he wanted to show that he could buy – he did that. He was faster. He was stronger. He was bigger. He was all of the above. Because um, I think at any time he could have just bit down and, and 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 caught him in the corner and and said let's let's get it done. But he didn't do that. You know, Mikey. The only time he really started beating him up is when Mikey started. You know, Mikey gave up. So Mikey just started like folded up in the middle of the in the middle of the ring and then decided he was just going to go toe to toe. And then he just started getting battered and bruised. But Hey, Earl Spence did a hell of a job. He shut the crowd. He shut the haters up. Um, I guess we'll talk about lose, you know, what the, the situation was besides that. But as far as the fight goes, I had, I had it 10 rounds to two Earl Spence with the shutting out him, shutting him out the last 10 rounds. Uh, I can understand if people said it was 12-0. I don't know what the official scores were, uh, 107 or something. I don't know if any if any of the judges gave Mikey Garcia any rounds, but there are few or far in between. Mikey took a beating. Mikey took a beating, but he fought. But he fought hard, and that's what those intangibles are. But then again, I don't know if he was able to last. I don't know if he was able to last because Spence wanted to get. I don't know if Spence wanted to get him out. Especially early. I think if he'd have turned it on a little earlier, he could have got him out of there. He waited till like the tenth, eleventh round to start just really pouring it on. And Mikey decided, even though in the eleventh round, I think they could have threw in the towel when he was just over there standing in the corner getting beat to the ribs. You know, I know his ribs are hurt because he was getting beat to the ribs. You know, he decided. You know, every round, even when he lost, he just he put his he put his hand up like he won that one. And I think that was all Mikey was trying to do. So. um yeah, that's how I saw the fight go, man. Hey, man, and I hope Sign is on. I really hope Sign is on because I'm going to use an old – see, I've been following y'all since y'all used to be on OTG. You know, I used to love you. See, my man, my favorite was Shook. But will I will say you was the only one giving him smoke for all this crazy shit, but I still love Shook. But one of Sign's old sayings was something about people needing to go to Lens Crafters. And uh, Robert Garcia and Mikey Garcia, they came into this fight talking about all this shit they've been seeing. Well, like Sign would say, they need to go to motherfucking lens crafters. But here's the thing, though, Willa. I predicted the fight being a 10th round towel. I had it. I thought the towel was coming in the 10th round for sure. I said, this, I got it. I, I'm going to be a genius again. And But like you said, they gave them more rope 
They they actually let him get beat up. Now we didn't think they would let him just get outclassed to the degree he got outclassed. And they let him. But you see, that goes back to the crux of our last of our Wednesday show. We said Mikey Garcia has nothing to lose here. Mikey Garcia lost something last night. And that's because of like you said, they gave more rope to Mikey than we thought they would give. And if you ask me, Mikey Garcia lost some cachet last night. You know why? Because we learned there's definitely levels to this shit. Like Meek Mill, there's levels to this shit. We thought Mikey Garcia, what we called him last week, Willa, the prodigal son? The the prodigal son. He's more like the probable son, the possible son, the unlikely son. You know what? He looked real fucking regular. Regular. Has it all been a mirage? I don't know, man. No. But we definitely learned he the didn't levels look, to this shit. He was fighting. Like, he didn't really look regular. All right, for a while. He was just, you know, he looked. He was in there with a guy that was better than him. I don't know if he looked regular. He looked regular at the end. But at the beginning, he was fighting, and he was giving... You know, he gave Earl Spence a few pops. Earl Spence didn't come out that, you know, his face was just as fucked up as Mikey's, it looked like. Uh, Hell no. Earl Spence was regular. Man, no, it you wasn't. You didn't it was have all... the TV look like we were. No, yeah, I that just had that, just that. It was. It was. I, but I, I don't think he took it that he wasn't, he didn't take it that hard. You got to remember him. Like at the beginning of the fight when everybody, uh, it was a lot of oohs and ahs, Mikey was blocking a lot of those shots especially in the face. And I think that's what he thought he saw because it seemed like he can pick when Spence, well, at the beginning, because Spence sort of like sped up, like his speed went, he, he, he sort of, he, he, he sped up at, at the end of the fight. But at the beginning, Mikey was seem to be able to pick a lot of those shots off. So he was getting hit with a few there. He was getting hit in the back of the head, but he was picking a lot of them off. I think a lot of the work Earl Spence did was the battery distance. to the ribs. And by the fourth round, the jab had tamed Mikey. Mikey sat there on the end of that stick for rounds until Errol just got comfortable. And I agree with you. I think Errol could have just dogged him out and got him up out of there. But he said, man, let me save this dude some status, but I'm definitely going to teach his ass a lesson. You see, here's the humbling point. I don't think Mikey Garcia has ever had his ass whooped in his entire life. He'd been out there in Oxnard. Beating up on them guys out there. He has an older brother. Other than that, but in that ring since he's been a young man, since he's been a young man, I don't believe there's been anyone who's just came in there and shown them there's levels to this shit. Because obviously, Mikey Garcia didn't seem to know there was a possible next level than him. You know, you go around and you a neighborhood genius. You think you're the smartest motherfucker around. You think you're the smartest motherfucker in the world, but you're just a neighborhood genius. And that's what Mikey Garcia found out last night. He's just a neighborhood genius. He could beat up all them dudes there, and he thought that, was, that meant the world. But he learned there was levels to it. Big time disparity, a margin between the level. But why did we think he was so damn good? We thought this was, we called him the prodigal son. He looked regular. He looked probable. You look regular, man. Now let's get to the boys, man. I'm done. I'm, I ain't gonna start going. I'm, 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 I'm out. Let's get to them. 
All right. Well, uh, yeah, we got Janelle first. Uh, let's bring in Janelle. Then I think we got the boy D from the A four three on the line. We'll bring him in too. Let's uh, see what Janelle's talking about. Hey, what's going on, guys? What up, Janelle? What's up? How you doing? Doing good, good man. Bro. Doing good. No, nah, I'm all good. Um, I was. We'll say one thing here about this fight. I was wrong on a lot of different levels in this fight. I was wrong about Spence getting a stoppage, but I mean, like guys said, I think Spence wanted to show actually he can outbox Mikey because he's after the fight about how Holyfield and Ray Leonard and Duran and even myself all thought Mikey was a better boxer. That fight looked like that. Even if they were the same size, Spence was still outclassed him. I gave every round to Spence. I didn't give Mikey no rounds. And I picked Mikey to outbox him for the first half of the fight. And and to get worn down, of course. But Spence didn't load up at all in that fight. I ain't seen no more. If you watch the fight like, like Al Jurian said, he was throwing some loaded-up power close-fist shots. He didn't load up at all in that fight. He was just punching technical. He was just showing, okay, I'm going to beat you guys. I, I'm going to beat this boy at his own game and show him that I'm a scientific boxer as well. And that's just, I saw head movement with Simon always said about how oh, Spence has no head movement. He only comes forward with the high guard. He saw a lot more dimension with which that a lot of guys who train with him said that he has that we've never really seen. You know what I mean? I know um, uh, Simon was saying about how um, uh, Mikey is a better boxer than Brooke and Brooke was out boxing Spence. <laughs> I think, you know what I'm saying, I didn't see that last night. You know what I'm saying? Mikey Garcia looks so average. Honestly, he should be ashamed of himself this morning. He should, he should really be ashamed of himself. He should really be ashamed. Everybody thought that this guy was going to take this fight. He's going to come out and go out on the shield. I also thought that Mikey was also in survival mode. After that jab was basically just – it was too much in the fourth round, fifth round, I think it was. I just think he was in survival mode. It's hard to fight somebody who's not really fighting back. And he was literally just covering up. Yes, he was blocking a lot of shots, but he was in survival mode. It's like when Broder and Porter. Okay, Broder just kept clinching. Okay, I'm going to hold him for the last round and not get my ass beat because it don't make no sense. You know what I mean? But, um, I mean, like I said, on, on this fight, I was on a lot of different levels. Spence is a scientific boxer. He has more than just coming forward with a jab and a high guard. He has a lot more to a game. And I think he really is. A, I think he's more than the truth. He's actually a problem right now. He, he's actually going to be a problem. He's a problem. And um, I just think, I mean, that um, Mikey, Mikey definitely dropped back in weight. That's what go back down the way. But I think even got a Lomachenko is actually living, is right now looking at his lips at that fight right now from what he saw last night. Of course, Lomachenko don't have the jab along. I just think Mikey, his confidence might even be shot because even he thought he was the best scientific boxer in the game. But from last night, I think he's going to look in the mirror and he's going to be like, am I really as good as I thought I was? As people said I was or as I thought I was. I mean, uh, his confidence is going to be shot. His confidence is going to be shot. I know also said about how I still believe that Spence, his stock didn't go up. You know what I mean? His stock didn't, his pound front ranking didn't go up either because it was still a small guy, even though he showed that he, he can't outbox a scientific boxer. I just think that oh, Mikey had nothing to lose. You know what I mean? He, he, he had nothing to lose. Everything gained nothing to lose. But I think he lost some confidence. He lost some confidence. And I think, you know what I mean? It's just like... I mean, that fight just showed, man, uh, Garcia didn't belong in the ring with Spence. He, uh, he really didn't. It was, it was a one-sided beat. And it was just like, hey, I mean, this is what it is. 
Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I agree with a lot of that, but I do believe that Spence stock has went up from that, and it was it was a way because we all said he, there's no way his his stock goes up even in a six round knockout. That's what we said. But you know what he did yeah. even more impressively than knock the man out? He showed us all that the tool was in the box to that level because yeah, he true. said Mikey true, was, true. Mikey was this. Um, prodigal son of technical boxing, didn't we? Yep. There's nothing like a man we, and we I was just romanticized. We we yes. just made and this I was shit up for some reason. And I was kind of questioning that last week. I was like, why do we think he's so damn good again? And people was like, well, look how he's dominated. And and see, we uh, we got a little – you could get – it's wolves and sheep clothing out here. See, like Easter, Broner. Them sheep, but they look like the same. They look like Errol Spence, but it's a difference. Yeah. It's a difference in us. Now, Mikey could have got a little overzealous. Now, let me put on my, my petty hat here. Ain't a, it's a difference in real ones from fake ones, Mikey. Don't think they all the same because you can uh, figure out them cats. It, it's other fighters out here who who got that real grit, you know, and I, I'm going to take my petty hat off now. But I do want to add to the conversation, man. Errol Spence had been saying, and I said it last week myself, I don't think anyone has made Errol Spence do anything other than what he's wanted to do in a fight. Even fights we say, oh, Kell Brook won rounds. I said Errol Spence was doing exactly what he wanted to do that whole fight. And I think Errol, and Errol leading up to this fight and said, I don't have to do that unless I want to do it. And he came out here and didn't even really go to the body. I'm like, Errol, if you go to the body, you'll get rid of this dude. Errol didn't even go to the body, man. You would think if you just watched Errol Spence fight last night and it was your first time seeing him, you wouldn't even think he's a body puncher. But until the end, complete until the very end. Until he started. But by then, he's yeah. Until he started, it was he like tried clear, to get him out of there. He's doing what he want to do with him. You know, it was no, he, he was did. toying with this kid. And it was it was yeah. humbling, very humbling experience for Mikey Garcia. He learned that the the earth is a lot bigger than what he thought it was. You know, it's like when you go out your own neighborhood for the first time and there's other tough guys around you didn't know about. You know, so humbling experience for Mikey, man. Yeah, definitely. And I think, uh, I, yeah, I don't know how Janelle said how, how Janelle, but I think he might have changed his mind that he didn't gain any points because if he showed you he could do something that he couldn't do, then he obviously has gained something. To That's me, it I makes feel. him even more scarier. It makes him so much more scarier because we know that Errol's really in there. He just showed us. He showed everybody like I do what I yeah. want to do. Yeah, he, he, he just showed us wrong. that. He proved Ray Leonard wrong. He proved uh, Duran wrong. He proved me wrong. He, he proved a lot so of how he, time great boxing so how he, wrong. So how his but stock didn't saying, go up if he proved everybody wrong? I just say not his stock. I recant. Uh, not his stock, but his pound pound ranking, I think, uh, 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 doesn't go up. That's what I say. I'm sorry about what that. What did you have You might be right about that. You might be right about that. I mean, what did you have him at? But his stock... His stock is different than his pound for pound ranking. His True. stock has went up. True. Yeah, his yeah, pound right, for pound, right. maybe not. Yeah, yeah. I had to recant that. Sorry about that. But yeah, the pound for ranking because I mean, at the end of the day, it's still a smaller guy, and that's why you can't really move up on the pound for ranking. It's like, for instance, and then uh, 
it just can't go because it's a small guy. I know it's, it's so I, wrong I mean, saying I, that. I could agree with that. A guy that, that's the first time fighting in that weight class, it's just like, you know what I'm saying, a guy who didn't belong there, that, you know what I'm saying, even though I thought Garcia was a better boxer, I said he was going to outbox him for the first four rounds, which was none of that. Even, even after I said, like, I mean, I just can't put him up in the pound time rankings because he could be a smaller guy. It's just hard to do. But the stock did go up, definitely, because everybody knows that, okay, this guy can box. I think you know, this guy can box. And I know Simon this morning saying, oh, uh, Spencer Powers overrated. I'm like, dog, he wasn't loading up. He was basically showing this boy that, yo, you can't box with me. You can't. Now, if you watch the way he punched against other guys, he was loading up. He didn't load up at all, really, that fight last night. He was just – it's like he wanted to just touch him up a bit. Okay, show you that hey, hey, he's not in my league. But, but, but Simon's a hypocrite. Sometimes he'd be saying about how, okay, it's not all about knockouts because you don't knock a guy out. Oh, that don't mean you can't punch him. He was always saying about how Floyd punched hard, but Floyd didn't get knocked out in how long. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, that's just, it's a double standard Floyd I mean, that Simon has. It's the guy that he don't like. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he got something against. He'll he'll make the littlest uh, all those excuses saying some bullshit. Hey, but he's the biggest Mike Garcia fan I know. So it's like, hey, I expected it. You know what I mean? But okay, we have that meek meal. Regular, regular, huh? regular, regular. Mikey Garcia. Yeah. I wish we had the meek meal sound clip. Regular, regular, regular. Because that motherfucker looked regular last night. Nah, nah, nah. He, he looked regular. regular. He like an Let's amateur last that. night. He like an amateur last let's night. Take it, let's take it to that boy D. See what he what he thinks about this man. He's been sitting waiting. D, what's what's going Hello. on, man? Long time. What's popping? Fellas, fellas, what's happening, man? Shoot, yeah. Uh. Yeah, what can you say, man? Mikey, uh, Mikey, I think Mikey bamboozled everybody. That been a money grab, man. That been a money grab. Uh, he ain't do shit with he's a, uh, what he seen? You talking about he seen something? He ain't seen nothing but a jab in his face all night. That's what he seen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, and I was pulling for Mikey too, man. I said, okay, he can have his moments. He ain't do shit. Uh, he looked real hesitant. You know, they said he was about to stop it. Uh, his brother was about to stop it. I think, it, you know, if he had stopped it, I wouldn't have been shocked or uh, mad or upset or anything because he literally didn't do anything in the fight. And I think that I think that was a money grab. Uh, Spence shown a different arsenal. You got to give him the credit. You know what I'm saying? You got to give him the credit because he uh, boxed a lot more than... Uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't expect that. I think he'd get him out of there, you know, try to get him out of there, but he didn't. Uh, he's fighting Pacquiao next. That's what they say. We all know how that's going to go. You know? That's just to put, that. all that was is to put Errol Spence's name on a on a superstar plateau. That's just marketing. There's no, man, you, come on. Do anybody really want to see that fight? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're right, you know. So that's all I don't know. Here. It wasn't worth. I don't know what they paid. Uh, what they pay? People paid seventy bucks. I'd feel ripped off if I had to pay that right there. On the card, fights were trash. Well, uh, let me ask you, D, because you touched on it, D. Let me ask you: 
has it been smoke and mirrors? Has the wool been poured over our eyes all this time with Mikey Garcia? Has it been perfect matchmaking? Because how yeah, did it go from this guy? We, last week we was calling yeah. him the fucking prodigal son. Now he looks yeah. real regular. So yeah, he what, uh, he shit thing? everybody, man. He shit me. He shit me, I tell you that much. Cause, uh, and it all makes sense now because if you look at it, in the beginning, his brother and everybody in his corner was saying, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. You ain't gonna win this fight. You can't win this fight. No, no, no. Then all of a sudden, if you remember back three weeks or whatever after all that, everything seemed like, uh, oh, Mikey, Mikey sees something. Mikey, you know, the brother, his brother was saying uh, in his corner was saying he sees something. So what changed? I tell you what changed. The money that they seen that they seen uh, that was gonna come was calling out of Spence. And uh, being at a Dallas stadium, and uh, that's what changed. So that was a money grab, man. I don't care how you look at it; it was a money grab. You know. Let me throw this out there, guys. So does this change how we view the Lomachenko potentiality, the, the potential of Lomachenko Garcia? Because coming into this, hey, somebody got some crazy mm-hmm. background. My bad. Um, coming into this, we had said that there's no way Lomachenko, Bob will never let him go near this killer, Mikey Garcia. Now, we got Mikey that came out here and looked real regular. I think we may ha- ha- all change on how we have felt just from last week. And boxing is humbling like that, man. You know, you could feel just strong in a way in your opinion about something. And then it can just 360 on you. In a day's time And I think we have a whole different feeling About how that Lomachenko-Garcia matchup Will be now How do you guys What do you guys think about that? Hey JP Before we answer that We've got uh, I think we've got my boy RC in on this And uh, D We're going to bring you back in Just when uh, D When you ain't talking Press mute nigga Uh, So yeah Let's take it to RC He's out there He said he was uh, doing some uh, snow He was on the snow I didn't know what kind of snow He's talking about The girl the girl are the real deal. So uh, RC was stop that. Don't don't you incriminate me with talking about you don't know what kind of snow I was talking about. I was with my snowflake. We went to the snow early in the morning. It took about three hours to get there and three hours to get back. Under, so I just got back to the third one now. Huh? Three, oh, three no. types of snow. Hey, <laughs> hey man, don't, don't try to put no fake news out there on me, brother. That's, that's, <laughs> what about black-on-black crimes, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, nah, man. Uh, you know, man, I just want to say, fellas, it's a good day in Central California. The weather's beautiful. The birds is chirping. The trees is white and, and blossoming so beautiful. I'm having a great day. And not to mention, one thing I did not enjoy was that fight yesterday. Fellas, I did not pay for the fight. This is the first time in in probably the last, I mean, I don't know, maybe eight years that I did not have a fight party at my house for what would seem to be a big fight for boxing fans, to be honest with you. Um, I went downtown Believe it or not, having uh, non-alcoholic beverages for the most part and just watching this fight on my phone with the, the little hookup that me and Willa got going on because I'm not going to miss it. I had to just see 
what I expected to happen coming to fruition, and it's exactly what I expected. I expected Spence. I said the fight's gonna suck for anybody who thinks it's gonna be a good fight. You know, I got some magic beans I could sell you, like my old buddy Patty Cronin would say. And I, it just, I, I seen this happening. It, it's, I'm not tooting my own horn because I think that anybody who thought that Mikey was gonna win was just foolish. Spence beat him down. Took a little while to get him to break him down. You know, it wasn't like a complete mauling from round one to 12. You know, round one and three, he won with the, I wouldn't say heavy conviction, but he won the rounds just by touching them more. But he started to open them up with the body, and it was a clean slate. There was nothing about it. He made Mikey Garcia look very amateur. And like I said, I've been wanting to see Mikey Garcia lose to Broner, to Easter, and it wasn't happening. So I was expecting – what I wanted to see happen was to see Mikey Garcia lose in those two fights and to see him get punished for being that little guy stepping up. And I got to see it yesterday, but I didn't enjoy it. Um, I'm not so sure if I'm going to critique Earl Spence. I would say that I give my hats off to Mikey Garcia for being such a tough competitor. Tough little guy, man. Tough little fucking Mexican. I knew he wouldn't go down on a knee like Kell Brook. And, and things of that nature, or to the body like Lamont Peterson. He's a tough character, man. You know, in the in, in the ninth round when when uh, Robert Garcia was saying, you know, you got to show me something or I'm going to call it. He said, give me this next round. You know, that says a lot about Mikey. I talk a lot of shit about Mexicans just for the Mexican-Puerto Rican rivalry to shoot it with you. But that little motherfucker's tough, man. It's got to be something in the cowboy hat. I don't know what it is, but he was getting brutalized in there from the tenth round. Uh, 11th and 12th, and even at the end of the 12th, you know, Spence could have finished him. He caught him with a sharp uppercut that got in there with, like, 20 seconds to go. He could have finished him, but he, you know, Spence took it easy on him. And, I mean, hey, I just think that Mikey had no way, no how, no chance in hell to win that fight yesterday. And not even to look good. But I think that that would be a – that would be a – that would be a cheap shot on Mikey because I think that surviving in itself looked good for him, being the little guy coming up in weight. And I'm not going to take nothing away from you. said he looked like an amateur. Spence. How can well, that be good? Hey, man, he's going against a fucking tank. And Earl Spence. Hold know? on now, RC. Hold on, because before you missed the beginning of the show, I assume, because I cautioned everybody. I said, don't come on here just because you picked the 12th round UD and act like you had it, you seen it like this. You didn't so see this. Errol just outboxing him. Now, you probably thought you was going to get the ragdoll show, right? Don't Hold act on, like you've seen this to... master class of boxing. No, 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 no. Because no. by no means of the imagination am I giving Earl Spencer A, A minus. For his efforts, I'm, I've been a, a harsh critique, and I give him a solid B for his performance. You know, uh, I, I, I said he should have got him out of there like Mayweather did Tenshin Nakajima. But the truth is, um, you know, nothing changes my opinion about a future fight with Earl Spence and Terence Crawford. And did you uh, see Errol winning in this fashion? Is what I'm asking. Of course, I told everybody. I, I, I got. I was like, this fight's gonna suck, man. That's why I said this is why I didn't even pay for the fight. And I get I get pay per views for twenty five dollars, brother. I get I, I mean, I didn't wanna see it. I didn't wanna see it. I didn't wanna host it. I didn't wanna have people over for it. 
because it would have just been an utter disappointment to them. And this is coming from a guy and myself who's had fight parties for Adrian Broner versus Adrian Granados. So that tells me all I need to know to myself about what I thought about this fight. I did not think it was going to be a good fight, to be honest with you, man. I did not. I, there, bro, it's the same Patty Day week, and I could have, I mean, you know, I had fun last night. But I, it could have started at Casa de RC, and I just told people, no, it's not going down. And people were really surprised because, you know, in town, that's what they know about it. It starts over here downtown at my spot for fight nights. And people were kind of shocked, but I just, and they asked why I wasn't having a party. And I'm telling you right now, because I did not see it being anything worth viewership-wise, especially for the casual fan base, because it would have done nothing but been a, a, a disappointment for Mikey Garcia and the sport of boxing, bro. Yeah. Hey, JP, bit of a before yo. before you take it there, because you were you were on the uh, you at the beginning of the show, you got it in that you weren't going to let these guys get away with the foolery that they're going to try to pull just because they called the unanimous decision. Now, R.C., R.C. never really did say how the fight was going to go. He always says it was going to mm-hmm. be whack and it was going to be a washing. He said washing. He said he was going to get beat. So I will give R.C. credit. But this next guy, he was talking about close fight, but he's going to tell us all oh, yeah. how he got it right. Let's take it to Seattle, son. Master spin Uh-oh. class. Activate now. This is like Trump spin right hey. here. Watch this. Hey, all I know is this. If you guys really want to go on this level, I'm going to expose all you guys. Because <laughs> if you really want to do this, if you really oh, want to do this, poking, I will literally man, destroy man. all you guys with one thing that hey. you guys all said. You literally, You're all three of you guys said this <laughs> on the record. On the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody going to start laughing when I say this. All of you guys guaranteed it. Tell. Said it. Said there is no way he is going to go the distance. Uh-huh. That's what you guys said. So don't uh-huh. come with me with that. Don't try to come with me with that at all. We've already Because at the that. end of the day, I strictly, I strictly said, I said Spence will win a decision. He will not, he will not stop Mikey Garcia. And that's what happened. Right. And, and- and to add on to that's that what time, you feel strong Linnell about. I was trying to bet you five hundred bucks. I was I was so close to hitting the unmute button and saying, "I bet you two thousand dollars, Janelle. He ain't gonna knock nobody out." But I did. He was scared. You know. Look, man, so I was it's a the scared. strongest thing you got. I'm a nice guy. I don't strongest... like to take my friend's money, man. If the strongest thing you got is saying he made twelve rounds, you don't got a whole lot else to come no, after no. that. So go I, ahead. I, I don't have nothing. I don't. Have, I do have all. I, I got it right. That's all I have to say. You don't understand. I don't have to argue. But we all got it right. I got it right. We, so, I got so, a question. I, I got a question. I don't, on, I don't got you know, Yeah, you guys, yeah, you, got it, you guys did get it right. Actually, you did get it right on that, in the sense of this. I'm one of those people, if you called the right guy winning, no matter how the result was, I'm with you. Yep, you did get it right. But all this trying to right, so we all know, got it say right. all this other weird shit, no, nah, I'm not with that. But I'll tell you this, too. You, I heard RC talking about, oh, Janelle saying this. Do you know that Janelle was bugging me all fucking weekend trying to make me – uh, bet, bet me on the on the stoppage. Oh, take it, take it. He's bugging me behind the scenes. Take it. Come on, come on. You know, you come on. I'm it. like, dude, leave me alone. I'm not betting you on the stoppage. And guess what, Janelle, I helped you out because now your bank account is not yeah, at a lower amount anymore because you it would have been lower. You hey, know? Son, yeah, we so you, today. You're telling us about the part you got right, 
Now tell us about the part you got wrong, my brother, because you definitely got a whole bunch wrong, like the rest of most of the country. If you remember last week's Wednesday's call, I'm like, why do we think this guy's so good again? And you said, look at the dominant fashion in which he's won. Look at his power. He's 39-0 and 0 with 30 KOs and da-da-da-da. So tell us about why he looked so fucking regular last night. Where was this prodigal son we've seen, this guy that was such a tactician? Where did it all go against a guy who was seemingly more regular when it came to boxing and Errol Spence? But Errol Spence showed that there's a margin between these dudes in every way. And what I talked about no, last not. week a lot was the <laughs> no, measurables. No, he did not, dude. And we, and he we showed that there is Garcia. a limit in boxing. There's a limit, dude. There's a okay. certain point you get oh, to now, a point. Now, you're now not going to be able to – there's physical that. advantages, dog. That's all it was. It, the guy controlled him. Okay. He controlled distance. He never allowed. You didn't say Nike that last decide, week, no, guys, What but you, you said he was going to be close. Week. You said he was going to box, son. Yeah, you're, you're you're lying to us. You said Mikey was going to outbox. What are you talking about? Come round. I you never said, said he was going to I said Mikey Garcia was going to be outboxing Spence. I never said that. You can go back and listen to the show. I never said that. You didn't what say I said was this. What I said. I never. What? What are you talking about? You didn't say anything about size last week. Dude, what's understood don't need to be said. Did, did I need okay. to tell you that that motherfucker's a midget compared to Errol Smith? Do I need to? Do I have to literally explain every? Okay, next time moving forward, I'm gonna go one detail over the other, like down the line. I'm gonna have a list for you, and I'm gonna explain it. All right. I, I didn't think I needed it. to I say that Errol Spence had more size than him. We all knew that. We all knew Errol Spence. Well, you know. He does have more power. I mean, he should be more powerful, but that's but a whole different question we need to get into. Because shit. You're about to base I mean, your Mr. Man down upon size. What are you talking about? You're about to base everything you're about to say. The reason he got outclassed is going to be based upon him being bigger. When he didn't even really know no, the size. No, no. Like what that. I said, I, let me explain it. If you're not going to, this is what it was. Go ahead. He has, we know he's shorter. First of all, the way he boxed, with Mikey, number one, I feel I, I don't like he, he boxed in a way that if I thought he was going to box, he didn't box that way. So credit to him. He did even more than I thought he would do. I thought if anything, he'd probably stand in the middle of the ring with him and try to like think with him. You know, I thought what he was doing, he was to me just working and boxing at the same time because that jab was pumping, you know, and then he, he had his distance controlled. He, he did not allow Mikey to establish his, his range. Mikey never got in range. When you got longer arms, you're taller, you control distance. The shorter guy, the midget, never gets his distance. You, you know, unless he tries to make adjustments, which he never did, and Mikey, you know, messed up on that one, you're going to be in for a long night. That's what it was. Um, but, you know, it went to decision. I, you know, he didn't stop him. You know, but he looked good. You know, he looked good now. I mean, you know, you know. Here's the thing, man. When and Mikey somebody regular, right? does, when somebody never really boxed before, and then they all of a sudden showed some boxing, people tend to overrate the boxing skills. You know, like, yeah, he looked good. It was like when Gennady Golovkin fought David Lemieux. Everybody's like, oh my god, this Golovkin isn't David Lemieux. Like, oh. What are you talking? This but, isn't David Lemieux. We're talking but, about Mikey Garcia, a guy that you said is but, one but of the listen, best boxers Okay, but listen in the to game. what I'm saying. Listen them. to what I'm saying. But I, I didn't go come away from that fight thinking like, oh, yeah, he could outbox Terrence Crawford. Nothing changes. I mean, oh, cute, cute. Spence, you showed you could box a little bit. That's nice. 
I didn't, I, I didn't think his boxing was like next level. It was very, you know, very good. Oh, man, no, man. He was disciplined. Hey, I told y'all I'm not letting y'all get away with that yeah, shit. Yeah, don't let it slide. Just Wednesday, what? just Wednesday, what? we said this man was a master technician. We said he would expose said, flaws in Errol. I, I said he's no shark in the water. Moving in weight class. Hey, not a master technician. Dude, that was you, Art. He has flaws. flaws. Everybody has flaws. Errol Spence has now flaws, too. Now we're going to everything, huh? Now we going to right, right, downplay. I'm so quick. But no, but this is the difference between me and you. I would bet you $1,000 on Crawford Spence. I'm not just talking here. I would bet you well, yeah, Crawford that's, would that's, still beat him. Time, yeah, no, I see. I, and that's what I wanted to ask everybody yeah, right now. Like, no, we ain't wavering, man. With, Come on. With that performance, with that performance he had against a little guy like Mikey, waver anything that I feel about Look, him against man, Buck we didn't Crawford? talk about all this size shit last week. I don't want to add a element that we didn't talk about because it wasn't like we was considering that the thing last week. We thought Mikey's master brain, right? All this shit we romanticized about it's Mikey. Then why did nobody pick him then? You're saying well, that you none of us thought it, like I said, was understood no, don't need to be said. You say none of us brought a size because it didn't need to be talked about. We knew he's way bigger. But no, but we, we, didn't, we, didn't feel like, we didn't feel like that would be a defining factor. We thought Mikey would have his moments because he's so much smarter than Errol, right? Because no, that's so true. Yeah, that was true. I mean, to do all yeah, exactly. Shit. We and know I, that. But this I'm whole, oh, we never brought up size. Okay, about, so so if I if I pick Terrence Crawford to not con out, if I if I pick Terrence Crawford to not con out, do I also have to mention it's because I think Con has a glass chin? We know it already. What are you like? Oh, what are no, we talking about no, here? Time. No, Syme. Because now, because you basically, you just saying, well, the bigger guy, and I was the only one talking about measurables here, but we thought the immeasurables that Mikey had, all this shit, right, that never came to fruition about him. He just a fucking regular dude with short arms that don't have quick enough feet to beat the man to a spot with short arms. That's the problem. Look, man. And it just Marquez, Marquez had a similar situation. This, he moved up no, and we, fought a guy, guy that is a good boxer, the best boxer, actually. He's the best of the best. No. And he controlled distance, and he would not let a short guy get close to him. But what did Marquez do after that? He knocked He went back down and weight, or whatever. He went back down and weight and had success, came back he up was and weight, and knocked, uh, and, and knocked uh, Manny Pacquiao the fuck out. So... I mean, do I think uh, uh, Mikey Garcia is not going to have any more success in his career? Hell no. He'll be fine as long as he goes back down and wait or, you know, faces more opponents that, you know, are more of his, you know, you know weight class version and all that. He'll be fine. But he just he, – he bit off more than he could chew, which we all knew. Any, nobody picked him. Nobody picked Mikey Garcia to win. So, yeah, Spence did yeah. a great job of boxing, and he, you know, he, he, he just dominated him. Dominated him, no question. I mean, without Sorry, a battery, no. Let me get you to speak to. No, not a battery. To speak to the the. Uh, let me get you to speak to Errol having this tool in the bag because Errol has said on record numerous times, "I I do what I want to do," and so I always say in the Kell Brook fight, why people was yelling, "Oh man, Brook was taking all the rounds." I said Errol was doing exactly what he wanted to do that whole fight. I think Errol put a stamp on that assertion in this fight, being that I do what I want to do. If I feel like I need to be the bulldozer, I'll do that. If I feel like I can outbox this guy, I'll do that. Do you think there's that he 
confirm that for us, or is that still just something that's just out there? No, because uh, I'm on the record, and me and I, I'm, I was on the record picking Spence to stop Brooke going into that fight, and but I'm real with it. I thought he lost five of the first six rounds. I think I don't think he made any adjustments, and I thought he la- he landed a, a borderline fluke shot that changed the fight. So if you or maybe him think that he was just doing what he wanted to do and then it happened that way, you know that's fine. That's your opinion. I I just disagree. I think. He was really struggling with Brooke, looking very green, and he did, but he landed the shot and, and that changed the fight, and you got to give him credit for that, man, because um, a lot of guys wouldn't land that shot. A lot of guys would have gave up on themselves. A lot of guys don't, you know, have the ability to, you know, just stay in there and just really keep trying to get that W. So, yes, you know, give him credit for that, for sure. But watching the fight, I just thought he landed a fluke shot. You know, so fair, it was fair, what it was. Fair. Last thing for you, Sime, I got one more question. What is it, and I, and I, I don't know if you was there for it, but I took one of your old ad, adages. I've been a fan of y'all for a long time. And uh, one thing you always used to say, you will refer to cats, and Mikey and them said they seen something. And I say, like Sime used to say, they might need to go to Lens Crafters. Sime, what the fuck <laughs> did they see? What they think they seen, bruh? Man, they seen a, a, seen uh, a briefcase. They seen a brief. They seen a briefcase at that door. No, man, them to fight. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. oh, no, not to take a dive. I'm saying, I'm saying money. You know, he just they it was they they just wanted the money, man. But you know, they took it, they just wanted the money, dude. I mean, that's he didn't to have it. to I mean, do this. Wait a minute, no I'm, sign, no sign. He didn't have Mike hey, Garcia man. got plenty money behind him. He could have went and fought. He didn't have to do this for what? Disgraceful performance by Mikey. I'm a real dude. I like Mikey, but I'm just being honest. Disgraceful performance. So what did I mean, Mikey see? Hey, Lenscraft. What, what did he? What did what did he see? Well, no, he, you know what it was actually. You know what? Tell the truth, man. Fuck all the bullshit. I'm just having fun. The guy, the guy can't afford LASIK. You know, so <laughs> yeah, he, he thought he saw something, but it was never there. <laughs> you know? So he thought he saw something, but it just it didn't exist. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, yeah, that's all it was, man. You know, he didn't he didn't get LASIK. You know what I mean? He he still using you know old school, old school uh, contact lenses and stuff, and that affects his vision. He thought he saw something, and it was what it was. Now let me let me put on a petty hat real quick, and I'm gonna get real petty here. Did Mikey get a little overzealous here, thinking because he didn't beat up them two? Niggas and Robert Easter and Adrian Broner, and he thought, you know what? All these black dudes kind of the same. I got the recipe for them. Was that is that did that possibly happen in his head? Is that a chance? Nah, I think he's over. I think both are actually. You know, both. You know, both. And now I, I hope I hope this doesn't happen. I mean, he's already been humbled. Mikey got humbled last night, but both come off as very arrogant to me. Spence and Mikey. Hopefully Spence can get his stuff together before that day comes. Because if it doesn't, it will come. Because when you disrespect the sport, it'll disrespect you back. It'll always come down that way. But, you know, Mikey is a very arrogant guy. You could tell he's a guy that doesn't really listen to people, like, close to him, you know, when they give him advice. Because people forget, like, they didn't want him to sit out two years. You know, with that top rank situation, he did his own thing. 
you know, he's always talking about I'm my own boss and I do what I want to do, even though, like, if that's the case, then why you why does every fight you, you ever since you left top rank uh, and you say you're a free agent, you you still always end up fighting on a network affiliated with PBC. If you're really the guy that, like, oh, I want all the best fights, you would just fight, um, you know, whoever for the biggest paydays or whatever on any network, any promotion, any platform, you know what I mean? But he talks out of his ass. He's kind of, he's an arrogant dude and, you know, and you know, he's, he's good. So he's never really like taking ass with him, you know? So probably in sparring or in uh you know, you know, in real fights. So he's, he's been beating guys and beating them pretty easily. And he, he just bit off more he could, than he could chew. And he thought he could just move up and say, all right, you know, everybody's scared of Spence. I'll go fight him. He's basic. You know, I see something, and then Spence just just manhandled him, just beat him, you know, dominated him. So um, hopefully he learns from this. Hopefully he um, starts just thinking more logically and being smart about it because bigger, more than losing the, a fight, like getting a one on your record, now he, losing his O, he got embarrassed last night. You know what I mean? He got embarrassed. Like, and that's something that he can never completely, like, get away from. You know what I mean? Because – that's always going to be on tape. That's always going to be on YouTube. That's always going to be discussed. Like when Mikey Garcia, you know, uh, we talk about him. When people say, you know, oh, bring up Mikey Garcia. Oh, remember that time when he thought he could move up and fight Errol Spence? You know, and oh, shit, he got dominated, you know. So he, that, that's something that he's going to, you know, have to live with. And um, hopefully he learns from this and proves. And then, you know, with Spence, I hope Spence does the same thing. Because I know Spence Colt and his fans – don't want to admit it, but, you know, the guy's changed a little bit. The guy's a little different dude, selling himself a little bit, giving into the good oh, yeah. life. That, that yep. Yeah, it's going to catch up to you, man. It's going to catch up to you. Willa, we got anything, anybody else that needs to get on before I get to something else? Oh, no, no, that's it. Um, I would say, what I would say to say the sign, though, he was hating on Mikey talking about this stuff. We don't know if Mikey hasn't taken – like the big fights. We haven't heard of Mikey not taking fights. He took them. He didn't, unless you're talking about for them two years where he just shut it down. But Mikey, he says he's a free agent, but the the bigger fights are on PBC. So that's where he's going to be. I don't think that's, that's anything. But, let me, but what I mean is like, let's be honest. If Mikey would have really like, like done his career correctly, he should have went Lomachenko as far as big fights, right? If you want to fight Spence eventually, you should have done his – and we're talking – when I say big fights, I'm talking about the big paydays and the, you know, the names, right? If Mikey wanted to move up in weight the way he did, he should have tried to get a Lomachenko fight first, then maybe a Pacquiao or somebody, and then like a Crawford, and then fight a Spence, you know? But his arrogance made him skip steps. And in life, they tell you you never want to skip steps. It's a process, you know? And his process was yep. just all messed up, and it cost him. Yeah, that arrogance, that arrogance came back to bite him in his ass big time. It's sometimes twofold. You know, the thing that make you is the thing that break you. But um, I mm-hmm. predict, predicted a 10th round towel. That was my exact prediction. And, man, I was close. I thought I was getting the, the towel in the 10th round. I was very yeah. close there. But one thing like that it. I nailed, one thing that I've been nailing since the start, the talks of this thing, is what will be said in the post fights. And goddamn, they damn near did my impersonations ver- verbatim. 
Now, R.C., if I oh. can get some help from you here, if I could get some help from R.C., you be, oh, yeah. you be, you be Errol, and I'll be Mikey okay. Garcia. Let me start with uh, Garcia since you won. I mean, Spence since you won, uh, I'll be Jim Gray. So, Errol, tell us about it all. How'd you feel winning the fight? Ah uh, man, I want to thank everybody for coming out. I want to thank Mrs. Jerry Jones for running out of the Cowboy Stadium, and and, <laughs> and thank you for Al Heyman. It was a it, it was a performance that I I, I expected. I seen it, and uh, you know, man down this draft season. Yes, sir. All right, now Mikey Garcia, how did you feel uh, after taking your first loss? Well, you know, I gave it my best. I just wanted to come out here and try it. Um, I'd like to thank everybody for coming out. Thank you to Errol Spence. He's very strong. You know, I just fell short tonight. You know, maybe I'll consider going back down. Right now, I just wanted to do it for my people. You know, sorry, guys, I came up short. Andale la raza. Um, you know, but thank you, everyone. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, and that's how we've been saying that it would go for months now. And that's damn I near was, exactly I, how it went down. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, no, I no, no. You need to add more to it. You gotta, you gotta add in the whole thirsty element of the post-fight interview. Oh man, Manny Pacquiao, Manny Pacquiao, come over here, Manny Pacquiao. Oh yeah. Now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Manny was like, uh, yeah, hi. Um, uh, I don't know why they got me standing here, but that wasn't nothing but for to put Errol Spence's name on a superstar echelon. It's marketing. They are never gonna fight. Does anyone think there's any legitimacy to that? I do. There, I do think so. I think there is. Oh my God, man! Reason why, why I say that is because that it's been reported. Legend. It's been reported a while ago, months ago, that when he signed with Heyman, that that if he does his first fight, you know, of course, was Broner, but if he would fight either Floyd or the winner of Spence Garcia next in the fall, so it, there's. Now you could always say maybe maybe he's thinking he's gonna get Floyd, so he doesn't even really. He's kind of like when they tell him, "Hey, you know, we want to make these fights," and he's probably, like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." But the whole time he's thinking Floyd is the fight that's gonna happen, or maybe in his mind he thought Mikey was gonna win or whatever. But according to all the reports, man, from credible people, this is real. Like this is a very legit chance of happening in the fall. Mm. I don't know why we would want to see our living legend go out like that. This is suicide. And you know, Manny I, Pacquiao. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I, I just wanted to put out real quick. I didn't know how the, the post-fight interview went, JP, because you, uh, you had said that you predicted how it was going to go um, after the fight happened. And, and I, as soon as the fight was over, you know, I closed my phone and my battery's dying. I had to, I had to have my my phone for the rest of the night so i didn't get to hear any of it so i mean i know we did an impersonation of it and 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 i think that that's probably how it went but i mean earl man he's i don't know if it's strap season or bully season how he's talking about calling out manny pacquiao i did not see that until i was on twitter a little bit later on in the night was there anything else he called out manny pacquiao he's smaller he's smaller than uh smaller than uh, mikey garcia Oops. And he called out Sean Porter. Yeah, I mean, let's throw that in there, too. Yeah, he, he did throw out, out Porter, Porter, too. Yeah. He did yeah. say, like, oh, man, you know, he can't even sell out a family dinner. 
That's good. I don't know man. if you guys talked about Will, they like, did. what you guys think next for him, but I mean, I, I mean, I was talking to my boy at the bar. We, I was talking to my boy Bama, who who had called into the show. He's a cat I knew from downtown, and, and he was like, I mean, what you think is next? And I, honestly, I can't see the proper fight happening next, but I do think that Porter is next for, for, for Spence. What do you guys think in, this, in the foreseeable future for Earl Spence? Yeah, I'll tell you this, man. It's easy pickings right now. I don't – there's – Sean will be kind of easy work for him, I think. Uh, Keith, if we can get Keith to the – 2017 Keith, we can talk something, but the Keith we last seen, yeah, that's yeah. easy work for him. That's easy work for him. So it's looking like Errol could, if these guys will be willing to fight shit, the toughest fight might be somebody like Ugas or something like that. That'll be a fun fight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's crazy when you think about it, you know? Like if you're looking at all the yeah. welterweights at PVC, you're like, yeah, man, Ugas might actually be his hardest fight. Because one thing is, Ugas don't have the power. But he does have the physical strength to match with Spence. Spence can't just push Ugas around, you know. That's not gonna happen. But he, you know, he would still favor him, you know, in that fight. Oh yeah, um, with you know, a little, a little bit more volume, a little bit more power, things like that. But um, Keith, you're right about Keith. You know, uh, I, I was giving Keith a, you know, uh, there was a time I was favoring him over Spence, but then um, Spence started improving a little bit more. Plus, Keith went out. And everything, and you never know how a guy will come back when you know injury, because injuries do a lot to you physically and mentally. So I was, so I started favoring Spence. Now I'm like really favoring Spence. Like if you, and, if you go off last and, performances, and, yeah, and pussy, you know, man. and pussy, pussy do a lot to a man, because uh, you know we seen. I wish I had that clip right now where he's over there singing that bullshit, that wedding for that that little shortstop over there. And Keith Thurman, you know, I don't know if he's that same killer that he used to be now that, you know, it seems like his belly's full a little bit. That's just me, though. Yeah, he looks like he would run Keith Thurman out the ring, you know? For real. The way the way he's, you know, just the way Thurman's looking recently and, and Spence, you know. See, the, but the thing with Spence is that, like, you know, he is, he is a big welterweight and everything, so it's like uh, it's really going to be hard to judge him until he fights guys that, can match, you know, he did fight one guy in Brooks, but, you know, Lamont, Mikey, potentially Manny, you know, the fact that they're not only, you know, uh, you know, you probably favor him, any, favor him anyway in a lot of ways, in some ways, but the fact that they're guys smaller too, you know, um, in like the, the measurables of like height and reach and stuff, it's like, um, it's, it's, it's just hard to see, it's hard to take away a lot from a win from him, you know what I mean? Like, like is is he that powerful? Is he this this and that? Because when when a guy did face him that could match a lot of his physical traits, he struggled a little bit. You know what I mean against Brooks. So that's why like with Sean before I was like leaning like all the way in like he's gonna stop Sean. But after watching yesterday, I'm like maybe the fight is a distance fight. You know with Sean because Sean never been stopped before and um. You know he's durable, and Mikey could took it took a shot. So maybe Sean can. Now Mikey also don't make the mistakes Sean does. Mike Sean makes a lot of mistakes that he could get caught with some shit bad, you know, and maybe go out from that. But um, 
you know, I don't know. It's it's just interesting, man. I mean, he's got he's got a he got the pick of the litter right now at the PBC. I mean, you could fight Manny, you know, uh, Sean, um, you know, a couple maybe lower a couple lower tier guys if he has to just to stay busy. He's got a, he's got options, man. But uh, I just think it's weird that he acts like Crawford doesn't exist. Um, a, lot, a lot of those guys do. I just think it's weird, you know, like. Just put his name out there. You know what I mean? Just, I, I mean, you want, you want I, I unification, say Will, his name. I think it's weird how Will ain't on here playing some sort of Houston, Texas music or something like that, celebrating the victory of Earl Spence. I thought that he would have been on here because, you know, when Canelo wins, he, he plays the mariachis and shit like that. I thought that Willow would be on here gloating. I don't know what it is about Willow's dislike for Earl Spence, but I thought it was going to be an Earl Spence party. I've been showing nothing but love to Earl Spence. You know, I'm not. I haven't. I haven't said anything bad about him the whole time. I'm just sitting back listening, man. You know, I think Earl no, Spence last, is probably going to fight Manny Pacquiao next. Show, you said you don't really like him that much for some reason. I didn't know what that was all about, or you know. Oh yeah, but he did a great job. I like him more. I like him more after he beat down, uh, beat down my guy. I think that was good. He, you know, that was a good. Beat down, and then when after he beats down Manny Pacquiao, I might like him a little more than that. But I think that's really who's gonna yeah. fight. I know JP don't think it's gonna happen, but I think Manny Pacquiao. That's Manny Pacquiao looked like he didn't know what was going on because he didn't think he was. Uh, he didn't really know what he's getting himself into. So he's like, God damn. But Manny Pacquiao needs. Man, if he fights fight. Manny Pacquiao, bro, I'm taking back everything negative I said about Manny Pacquiao, uh, except if for. The uh, I'm the Ariza I'm stuff. I'm not taking back that stuff. I ain't taking back that stuff. But everything else I said about him, you know, I take it back if he fights. Uh, if Manny steps in the ring with Arrow, because I just got to give you respect, man. Like, damn, dude. Like, I mean, you don't really have to fight this dude, man. You know, like, I mean, you could still make a lot of money fighting some other dudes, but you want to fight this guy? I mean, yeah, I would. Uh, I would take back everything I said, man. I'll leave that guy alone for the rest. Rest of his life, rest of his yeah, career, and he I won't saw, hear me say nothing negative about him. And I watched the uh, press conferences uh, this morning. I saw uh, when they did bring up Crawford at the end before Earl Spence left, he answered. They were like, the, the question was like, you know, would you ever go to Crawford and fight? And he just said no, straight up, period, you know, and then left. Like, that's really – that's the I think that's really what bothers me about Earl Spence. That's the reason why I don't give him that 100% credit because of stuff he says. He says he's the boogeyman. You can't be the boogeyman if somebody walked in your face and said they want to fight you. You know what I'm saying? That means there's a guy out there that wants to fight you. You're not the boogeyman. And when you when people say, can this happen, you're just like, you know, they can't talk. No, it can't ever happen. You know, they're asking, and he's like, no. You know, just so nonchalant about it. It's just, you know, but, you, you know, and, uh, he's proven. If you're insinuating in the pudding. I, no, I'm not insinuating anything. I just think it's it's very, I'm not, I don't, I'm not, I don't think he's scared. I don't think that's what it is. I just think he's very, like you said, he's very arrogant and cocky and just, it's just something, you know, it's just what it is about him. And I don't think that's, that's good. That's, you know, that's really why I don't, I have a distaste for him, but. If you keep on whooping, boys, it's nothing really I can say. I can't hate on them because that was a beating yesterday. So yeah. I'm had and all the PBC welterweights are that fight. way, man. I agree with you. They're all weird like that, you know? They're all – like you asked Thurman about anybody else except for, like, Spence and Crawford. 
like Spence, he kind of just, you know, he, he just kind of like answers the questions in weird ways. With Crawford, he talks down on Crawford. Like he will talk down on Crawford. Like what does he do? I don't respect his resume and all that. But then, um, oh, he's a guy that just moved up or whatever. You know, he'll say things like that. But uh, when, when Danny Garcia and Amir Khan were talking about moving up to 47, he said, oh, I would love to invite them to the welterweight division. You know, I would love that fight. But with Crawford, it's like he's talking down on him, but it's like he got a belt. You know what I mean? And then same with Spence and then and all that. And then Porter, you know, he acts weird when it comes to Spence, but then he has no problem chasing down. I mean, just got to think about this for a second. Sean Porter and his dad were running around everywhere, <laughs> like chasing down Keith Thurman. Man, if I was – like, and Danny Garcia, if I was a fighter, I'd be like, man, if you don't get out of my face, dog, you know? Like, seriously, stay away from me. If you want to do something, let's let's keep it professional, dog. Like, don't be running up on me at fights and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, dude, I'll be like, what is wrong with you? But then when it comes to Errol Spence, it's, oh, you know, I'm not interested in Spence right now or this and that. You know what I mean? And it's like all these dudes act weird. The only guy, and that's why, and that's, it, there's, you know, there's some bias there, obviously. But that's the reason why I, I, I like Crawford. Because when it comes to Crawford, when it comes to fights, Crawford don't be having these weird things to say. Crawford's fine with fighting anybody. He's like, I want to fight all of them. Let's make it happen. You know, hey, every Simon, single one. Time to add on top of that, just to just to push your point, your narrative a little bit forward more. So, Adrian Bronner don't like when people talk shit to him. Bradley will make a comment, and he call him, you know, Uncle Tom and all this shit. But when Crawford talk about Adrian Bronner being a groupie, what did Adrian Bronner say? Crickets. You know, nothing. You know. He likes to go on yeah. social media, calling out Keith Thurman, you know, talk, when Keith Thurman said some yeah. things, he was like, oh, we can fight. You know, you can go down the list of people he responds to. But when Terrence Crawford told him he looked like a groupie, which he did, you go back and watch some videos, he was looking like a groupie for Errol Spence, you know? And Crawford let him know. He didn't respond back. That told me all I needed to know. You know, like, oh, yeah, Broner don't want to fight Crawford. He, you know, he, me he, too, he don't bro. want that. Me too, coming from an AB fan, me too. You know, so, I mean, it's it just weird, man. Like, um, you know, but and that's the thing. Like, Sean Porter, uh, he – I've seen an interview where he said, like, um, you know, talking about the comments he made about him, the, the dinner and everything, not selling out a dinner or whatever, family dinner. And he was like, oh, you know, that was real unprofessional of Spence. I'm like, I'm like, is this – this dude got the nerve to say, Errol Spence is unprofessional? You were running up on Keith Thurman and Garcia. You know, like yeah. what? Like <laughs> I'm with you he, there. I'm they with literally you. just ran up in the ring. Like Danny Garcia had no idea he was gonna get in the ring. He got in the ring talking about, "Hey, let's go!" You know, woof woof woof. You know, you know, barking and all that stuff. Like he, like, man, get out of here! You're running up on Keith when Keith is doing a media session, sat next to him, and we're like, "What's care. good? When am I gonna get to fight?" I'm like, now you want to talk about professionalism? Come on, stop it. And we must say, we must say it's a it's a sad day for the Mexican boxing fan because I think Canelo's the the high the big status, the big money guy for that demographic or for boxing itself. But the people's champ to me, all my Mexican partners, more than they love or like Canelo, they love them some Mikey Garcia. And it just gotta be like the day Martin Luther King died damn near or you know, it's a, it's a real day out here where <laughs> they've been fucking humbled and, you know, are like, wow, 
okay, we didn't we didn't see but, that coming, or they didn't think it was going to feel quite like it does. Sad day for them. R.I.P. I see. Yeah, hey, I was there. Discrediting discrediting Spence though, saying his power ain't for real. Like, how come he couldn't stop him? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's almost a win-win hey, for Mikey. You know? Sorry, Willa, go ahead. And that's exactly no, that's exactly what it was out there to see the Mexican fans there. They were hyped. That first and second round, third round, when Mikey was doing a little work, fourth round, Mikey was doing a little work there, hype, ah, screaming, ah, ay, ay, ay. They're playing the Mexican music in the and during the break. <laughs> everybody's screaming, ah, you know, everybody's doing the songs. They're they're hype. That I'm going with Mikey. Like, I'm going with Mikey. I think he yeah. should do it. Yeah, hey, the, and you know what, man? Brown comes and, across. And, hold on, man. And my story is Hold on, hold on, hold on. So the fifth round comes across, and they start getting a little more aggressive. They see Mikey starting to fold a little bit there. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, but Mikey still do it. Oh, oh. You know, they're making a lot more noise. That ninth round comes, tenth round comes, they start saying, he ain't going to knock him out, though. And that the air was sucked out the building when it came to those Mexican fans. And and the one thing Mexican fans have, their two best guys, Canelo and Mikey Garcia, they've both been embarrassed by African-American fighters. And that will always sting them deep down inside. Boy. You right boy. about that. I never even thought Willa about that. His petty hat, boy. Willow put on a petty hat. Yeah. Well, I'm impressed, man. Usually you don't really, you know, sometimes your points be kind of like, Sketchy, but kind of iffy. But I was a good one right there. I like that one. I echo. I was a blow to the gut. Blow to the gut. But they definitely lost, you know, the prodigal son. That's what we called him last week. And motherfucking uh, Errol Spence came out here, meek milled this shit, made him look real regular, 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 regular. And um, when I seen the 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 ring walk. And Mikey was pouring it on so hard with the Mexican stuff, man. I'm like, this boy, he better show up. He better show up because you really pouring it on. And then Arrow came out with Yellow Beezy. I didn't, I don't know who that is. I'm too old. But a, you know, a friend that was watching it with me knew who it was. Some rapper by the name of Yellow Beezy. Um, and he also came out in his Mexican colored garb. I'm never quite sure because the fighters all say they they give an appreciation to the Mexican fan, but I'm not ever sure if it's mockery or appreciation. Because usually when these oh, fighters come out and it's this, it's this classic matchup of the Mexican uh, high class fighter with the quote unquote slick black fighter. Uh, they usually come out trying to don the Mexican garb, and you know, then they usually kick some butt in that, but. I will say this, man. Yeah. Earl Spence showed us showed us a, a few wrinkles in his game, and we said last week that his cachet had no chance of going up, even if he knocked him out in the sixth round. But I think in the end, his cachet does go up because he did something we didn't think he could do. He outclassed the dude that we thought was a master class boxer. Now, why we thought that? Well, well, that could be talked about on a later date. Was Mikey Garcia all smoke and mirrors? I don't know, man. I don't think so, but obviously there was some good matchmaking that made him, because we, we were really, really high on this guy. High. And now you hear words flying like amateurish. And uh, regular. You know, real regular. So I guess we'll close yeah. there on the Mikey saga, man, unless anybody else got something to throw in there and get on to the Deontay talk. I just want to 
I just want to top off congratulations to the brothers because, you know, Mikey was, you know, looking like that little Mexican guy who wasn't usually what it's but we, we all know Hispanic and, and and black fighters run boxing. That's why those white guys had to make the UFC over there and do their own little thing with karate kicks and bullshit like that. But uh, I just want to say congratulations to the brothers because Mikey was making it seem like he was a, a fighter who wasn't affected by the quick twitch, so to speak, yeah. by some of yeah. the fighters where he was uh, to seem like he would lose to certain fighters of that caliber. You know what I mean? So hats off to that. Yeah, and you know, and like I said, Petty Hat, uh, you know, Mikey might have got this thought in his head like I got the recipe for them. Look what I did to Easter. Look how big he was. He bigger than Errol. Um, look what I did to Look, look what I, I did had to that Errol. Yeah, look what I did to Broner. You know, I got the recipe for these guys. You know, I'm I'm that one. And every now and then you <laughs> yeah. do get that Mexican fighter that that can be that one like that, like De La Hoya and Chavez, who could whoop up a gang of black fighters. But every now and again, you know, they get that one, and then you got to see what happens. Yeah, but here's the thing: I do I do would give him a chance though. I would give him a chance though against other guys though. I just think he took besides Crawford, I think he took the wrong black you know welterweight to try to fight. You know. The two, the two guys he should have stayed away yep. from, he decided to pick one of them to fight. But if you, you know, a guy like, you know, Sean Porter's a midget, I believe he's shorter than Mikey Garcia. I think that's a fight Mikey could win. Am I wrong? Am I tripping when I say that? Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be fun. Hey, know, but we got, hey, we got so I am was, tripping? Yeah, you are tripping. But we got a guy that was also tripping that wanted to bet five $500 and didn't make the bet. Janelle's back on. Y'all were taking shots at him. Uh, Janelle, they they say that you're lucky that you didn't uh, have to pay five hundred dollars. Well, and I said, well, like I said I, hey, like I said, I mean, uh, Spencer's game plan it was to outbox him. I didn't think he would try to outbox him. So I mean, I mean, I mean, I, 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 I would have lost. I would have lost, and I would have paid up. It is what it is. But I think Spence, he went in, wanted to show actually, on um, um, he's the master boxer, and that's what he showed. I don't think leading up to this fight, anyone. Uh, thought that Spence would have wanted to box him. Spence would have been that seeking, stalking kind of guy. And if he would have, I think he would have knocked Garcia out. But I don't think, of course, as he said after the fight, his game plan was to box. As Ray Leonard, uh, I'll count him out. Uh, Duran count him out. I count him out. Everyone count him out as far as being a, a better boxer than Garcia. So I think he want to prove his game. And we heard a plenty of times from guys who were in his camp on seeing the guy spar that he has classic boxing skills. But, but, of course, he just had uh, never have to use it. I, mean, I, I don't think he had to last night. He just wanted to show people wrong and prove my fuckers wrong. And he proved me wrong. He shut my ass up. I thought fucking Garcia was the was the box ears off for the first four or five rounds, and I was wrong. But we thought I made out you know the and Syme touched on it last week when he said you know the arrogance of the Garcia family may persuade Errol into this tactical boxing match that he just be overwhelmed in. We thought Errol would yes. get caught up in trying to show him that he's this tactical fighter, and then Mikey would just seize it, would just outclass him. And that's exactly oh, what boy, I thought. Oh, boy, were we yeah, wrong. Yeah. Boy, were we wrong. Yeah. And we were wrong. But, I mean, Spence just showed, hey, he got more dimensions to his game. And um, I think he's, I mean, I mean, I mean hey, man, you got to get that man, hey, tip your hat to him. Yeah, I mean, he has uh, we've always heard about guys who've seen the guys spar guys and 
shit. He fucking beat the shit out of Floyd Mayweather from what I heard in the sparring session. And it wasn't no seeking stalking from what I hear on videos from guys that was there. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Guys seen the guy do it, but uh, we never seen until last night. I mean, I, mean, I would have paid the 500. That wouldn't have been a problem. Shit, I, I'll wipe my ass with that shit. Trust me. <laughs> come on. Come on, man. But, yeah, I mean, no, no, nah, man. I mean, um, he did well, man. Like, Spence did his thing, man. He, you know, he just, he controlled that guy. He, tro- he controlled that midget with the jab and, you know, oh, Simon, let Simon. him know. Like, and you say he's a midget what? now, but before the fight, you were not say he was a midget. He's always been a midget. What are you talking about? Nah, but he's always been a midget. Time. Do I have to? Time. Okay, time. you know what? I'm going to make a list for you. I'm going to literally, hey, hey, give me your email. Hey, give me your email, Janelle. I will literally send you an email of everybody in Boston. I hear nothing about a midget on Wednesday. Yeah, right? Exactly. Hey, Hey, Tech, he, dude, he, dude, I need, dog, so a guy that's four inches shorter than somebody isn't a midget to you? I ain't hear nothing fight? about that Wednesday. What you were saying exactly, Wednesday is, exactly. all right, now, watch out, guys. This guy is... Hey, I don't care. I got the prediction. Right. I have nothing to prove. So, I mean, you know, really. You something else. I mean, really, when it comes down to it, I have nothing to prove. I mean, I said Spencer. I didn't say the guy would get brutalized. You something else, son. You something else. Spence was going to be weight drained, exactly. and it was going to be a close fight, and <laughs> exactly, nothing about exactly. he didn't say nothing. Hey, about I didn't. Exactly. Hey, 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 hey! All I know, hey, I, I never, I never said he would be hey, weight drained. Hey, I said the weight would like be an issue. That's a different thing. I said the hey, weight would be, the, saying, and I think it was an issue. That's why. That's why. Hey, I think it was an issue because I've seen Spence be even more relentless than that. But he didn't want to. He wanted to outbox him. He wanted to outbox him. No, I'm talking about when he started pressing on the gas. When they told him to press, yeah. dude, there was a, I forget which round it was, when they told him to press on the gas, he didn't, he, did. he didn't go at the level I've seen him do it before with other guys. I, I, uh, like he, I mean, hey, Willis, hey, I know, he, he landed a lot of punches on a small dude and didn't stop him. I mean, hey, hey, power, where was it? You know, where was it? I got it? it was folded up. No seriously, moments more he got hurt. Answer the question, people. Is the power overrated? Well, I'm gonna say the one question thing. must I'm be asked. Uh, I'm going to say one thing, time, I'm gonna say one thing though. Hey, Will, I'm going to say one thing, Willa. I think everybody was wrong. Okay, everybody thought that, okay, Garcia was the master boxer. Nobody uh, picked the shutout. Okay, yeah, you got a prediction right as exactly. far as a decision. Exactly. A decision you but we bro. all we all thought the fight would have been closer than that. We all thought Garcia was the master boxer. Nobody thought Spence was gonna shut him out. I gave every round Thank of Spence. You. I'm sorry. I gave I no round of Garcia. Dude, he is just because you, you got gave no this round coming from the, hold on. This is how I know Janelle's full of shit. This coming from the same guy I've heard say multiple <laughs> times on the record that when a when a guy loses a fight that people get too hard on him, saying like Oh, you can't have a bad night these days in boxing. Like, so to say he's not a master boxer, a you're, a four night, way, you're a four weight champion. Why you like he accomplished oh, a lot in his that, career man. because he lost one fight. He's he's not a good boxer anymore. Really? I'm not saying he's not a good boxer. I'm not saying he's a good boxer. I'm just saying that I thought he was better than Spence in boxing, and he's not. I'm not saying Bro, he's not good. Marquez is I'm a master boxer. Good. Guess what? He got outboxed by a guy in, in Floyd who was bigger than him. Okay, oh, it oh, hold on, time. Apples oh, and oranges. Apples and oranges. That's apples and oranges. What do you mean? Because Floyd is supposed to outbox you. Floyd is supposed to outbox you. Errol Spence is not. That's apples and oranges. Hey, exactly. I know. I, okay, okay. I'll give you another one. Everybody says, well, well, I agree too. 
he's the better boxer than Kovalev. Kovalev outboxed him in that first fight, in my opinion. It happened. No, you when you fight no, it, when you, uh, you, know, uh, you can't on, tell me anything, dog. What it I think is what I fight, think. Though. You, you cannot persuade my brain, dude. You got to understand that. It was a close fight, though. It's, it was a close fight. Garcia did nothing. It doesn't close. matter. He still outboxed him. I don't think he even him. had five seconds straight of fucking winning that match. I don't think he even had a the, five second flurry at all in that fight. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're talking about a guy that should not box the guy, outboxing the guy. And Kovalev did outbox him. In my opinion, Apple's like the oranges. Rock said, like the Rock says, Janelle, it doesn't matter. Exactly, man. This dude's crazy, man. Hey, second. Hey, I was hey. Simon, oh, hey, hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, you gotta stop. You gotta stop using my name and everything, Simon. bro. Like, if you want to have a debate with me, like we could do it other times. You always want to like. You always want to like go at it with me. I don't want to go at it with you all the time on the show, dude. If you want to do it, we can do our own little platform. I'll win easy, and then we'll move on to the next. I already beat you before. I beat you on the old show. I beat you on the old oh, show. Hey, listen to this guy. You can lose your show. Janelle is fine to go at it. how about this, my guy? Hey, if you think you beat me, we'll have them vote right now if you ever beat me. And winner, win, uh, the winner got, I mean, the loser got to pay up. Yo, Nobody every, believes you've ever beat me. You're delusional. Time, time. Yo, the old rival. Yo, you're easy work. You're oh, easy work. Oh, I could, dude, I could literally... Down a whole bottle of liquor and destroy you easy. <laughs> Drunk. N- never, never, never. Wow. He's just Simon did, right? He's just Simon did, right? He did oh, Donald shit. Trump shit. He did, he did Donald oh. Trump shit. He deflected off the whole discussion and created something else oh. new. That's what it, that's like, hey, come on, come on. That's that Trump oh. shit, dog. Y'all hey, stop crazy. It. I'll give you credit. You were right about, yeah. And did, did any of us get everything correct? Uh, uh, 100% no, right. Well, no, if we were, that would be our that would be our career. But I know that that we our career should be a handicapper or something. Okay, but what? Well, but the truth man, of the matter is, is that is that, that fight, uh, is that when you pick a guy that never been stopped before to get stopped and he doesn't get stopped, and you're talking about brutalization and his career will never be the same. He like, did get number one, who, he why would you why would you predict that? Why would you want a fighter to have this career oh, not be like not the come same on, anymore? Man, dude, That's how much of a hater you are, Mikey up. Garcia. You wanted the guy's career not who to be the same. I'm not hating him. I had him going to that fight. I had him at pound pound number two going into that fight. We talking about I want to play hate him. Adam above brutalized. He's gonna Adam get brutalized. Man. Brutal in that exact order. Are you serious? Hey, I'm hey, a hater of Brock I think Zeta. we gonna have to get. We're gonna, we're gonna have to let y'all personal y'all's personal civil war. It, it's gonna have no, to. Uh, no, that's ain't no civil war, man. man. We got to. Hey, we, gotta, like, hey, we, we all got something wrong. Yes. Okay. I can admit it. We all got something wrong. Bugging sometimes, man. I love West Coast. I'm bugging going. Come on, man. He's bugging. It's, it's, the passion, it's crazy, the passion. Man. Look, guys, the passion. We love the passion, and we can definitely set up a, a a show where you guys can pick a few topics that you feel differently yes. about and let let's you go do, at let's it. Do it. Oh you my god, god. you guys really. Oh my. And we'll vote. Block yeah. talk and we'll vote right there and there. But I, I want oh to a handicap though, son. <laughs> dude, you do have to be you drunk. Got, hey. You have to be drunk. What? D- Dude, you got you guys. Dude, you might as well give him a rope and hang himself, dude. It's gonna be as easy as I want it to be. Janelle's I can make it competitive, or I can make gonna, it easy. How are you gonna disregard a guy who really fights? Come on, man, he's exactly. the only real fighter. No, it's because his angles. He, no, he knows his stuff. This is the problem with Janelle. Is Janelle is he? He's uh, he he's like this. I'll take this for example. He, he's too 
emotionally invested in certain type of situations in boxing. You're talking like this. You're talking. Oh my. Okay, dude. Dude, Yo, hold on. Here's the thing about me. If a guy proves me, let me night. let me make I an example. Hold on, Janelle. All right, Janelle. Guys. Let me make an example of what you'll do. You've been please, hating on please. Crawford for years, right? And you're the type of person where, no. instead of saying, you know what? At one time, I thought this about Crawford, but you know what? He's proving me wrong. I'm going to give him credit. You're the type of person. Let me finish my example. All right, let me finish my example. Hey, hey, he's admitted that time. We're going to set it up. He's admitted that. Thank you. Thank you, Willa. Thank you, We're going to set it up. I admit that. That's not a problem. After the post-all fight, I was so much. After the post-all fight, I admitted Crawford's the shit. I admitted it. Look, man. No, but listen, you you didn't let me finish, man. I'll explain it to you. We short on time. We short on time. Okay, all right. We short on time. We'll die. Short on time. One more. We got one more topic we need to get to. I think that'll conclude the Errol Spence. Um, I think it's safe to take away. What's safe to take away is that we learned Errol Spence had a wrinkle in his game that we didn't know was there. Mikey Garcia isn't quite the, the technician, maybe due to all the measurables, the size, the strength, and all these other things, but Mikey Garcia takes his first L. Sad day for the Mexican boxing fan out there. On to Wilder and this alleged DAZN deal. Now, I'm not sure if there's any ink on paper at this point. I don't believe there is. What I understand is it's a three-fight deal for $100 million. It seems everyone on the planet Earth is saying this is a no-brainer for Wilder. Willa, now, do you got any details on why there is an ink on paper at this point, and what are the particulars, if you know? Well, what I'm hearing, I mean, what the word on the street is, is that these boys went in, they had a meeting, Finkel was with them, and uh, uh, what's the name, Al, and, and uh, Uncle Al was with them, and they went in there, and they, and he might not take the deal. And that he's going to announce that he's fighting, um, what's the guy's name, the light-skinned quarterback, big quarterback, he's going to fight him next fight, but it ain't going to be on his own, it ain't going to be, it ain't going to be for 20 plus million dollars, which is, you know, I say that's worse than that's keeping it too real. I don't know how what this now, guy. Yeah, that's keeping it too real. So, I'm sorry. So no, is that was it. That Al was Heyman it. being is is Al Heyman the alleged duffel bag boy here? Because is it the duffel bag that we don't see? We understand that Wilder gets paid more than less than four million dollars to fight Brazil. Is it that the duffel, duffel bag, bag ain't a hundred million dollars? Duffel can't no, be that big. RC, RC, what you got, bro? Well, RC I mean, uh, since, since we quoted, since you brought up a good quote earlier from somebody from a show we used to be a part of, I'd like to bring up another one as well. I used to believe that ain't no brother from Alabama going to turn down $100 million, regardless of what's on paper. So if that's the, tr- if that's the case, I mean, hey, he's got a – He's got some explaining to do is all I could really say about that, fellas, because if he's going to turn down $100 million when his biggest fight purse, I, I, I'm going verbatim right now. It's been a long night for me. Uh, I think that it was 1.5 and then 2.9 or something like that. Like, he, he, ain't, he, he ain't got the Brinks truck backed up at all. So for him to turn down $100 million for whatever reason, that would be a, that would be a bad one for Deontay, man. In my in my humble estimation, brother, I ain't turning down a hundred million. I don't care who's on the table. 
sign, man. What you got on it, bro? Oh man, you know, you know, first of all, man, I just want to say, you know, um, you know, I was wrong about Alvarez over Kovalev in the second fight. You see how easy it is, Janelle, to admit that you're wrong. Not, you should try that one day. But anyway, uh, when, it comes, crazy, when, when it comes to uh, <laughs> Deontay Wilder versus um, Deontay Wilder situation, oh yeah, we got the pedal to the metal, man. We 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 want it all now. We ain't playing. But anyways. Uh, I admitted I was wrong by last night. What are you talking about, fam? All right. I'm just joking, dude. You got to know how to roll with me, man. We're just nah, having fun. Nah, Listen, you ain't just talk. joking. Nah, you ain't just joking. You're mostly investing. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, but look, uh, <laughs> this is the thing about the Wilder situation. Um, so I've, I've heard a few different things. I heard, like, I heard that the offer was one fight and then AJ next. Like, he would do a fight first and then AJ and then – Next, and then I heard another one where, the, you know, and it's essentially you know for four for a hundred million, same deal, but the, the AJ fight wouldn't be guaranteed next. So if that's the case, then I I I don't have a problem with Wilder, um, you know, not taking the deal because, you know, maybe you know it seems like he's focused on that AJ payday. He want he knows that it don't even matter about a hundred million or whatever because the AJ fight is gonna clean clean house anyway you know what I mean so having a multi-fight deal really don't even matter because the AJ fight is really what it's about but if if the AJ fight was confirmed then what's going on here man I don't know what what's he looking for like what's going on behind the scenes you know what like what's really going on I don't I don't understand it I mean it's not like he's on he's on the PBC side and they have so many different heavyweights for him to fight where it makes sense I mean, I don't know, man. So I can't really call it. Do you guys know what's going on with uh, the deal? Is it true that they were offering him a deal but not guaranteeing him an AJ fight? Did you guys hear that? I heard that it was guaranteed, and that and and if he won, it was a fifty-fifty split on the what's call it. But you you know that's from Eddie Hearn. You never really know because all these guys are full of shit. Well, what's obvious is that. What's obvious to me is that if it were that straightforward, like you take a three-deal fight for $100 million and you get AJ at the end in a 50-50 cut on a rematch, it's a no-brainer. And one thing we do know is Al Heyman is the slash advisor slash also promoter, but that's the dark side of the thing. But on the manager advisory side, Al Heyman don't look like he be in the way of nobody getting no money. You know, if you ask me, he ain't never been like, nah, I'm going to hold you back here. You know, Al Heyman, when his money on the board, he let them cats go get money. And by the temperature of it all, I haven't ever heard a fighter. I mean, you got Leo Santa Cruz naming his children after Al Heyman. So Al Heyman is beloved Actually, let me, by the hey, fighters. Let me, let, me, uh, let me go against that, that, that um, opinion of yours. Go ahead. On the surface, it says yes, but why is Charlo still over there doing nothing when he can get money over there at the zone and big fights too? You know what I mean? The Charlo thing makes no sense to me. That's my thing. I get back to it is that the, the fighters are beloved to this man. And if you see anything, Floyd Mayweather has an actual promotional company that is taking off and having steam and is real. No other fighter has that. 
Now, is that due to the advisory of Al Heyman over the latter part of his career? I, I give a lot of it to that because there's a whole bunch of poor Manny Pacquiao who's a legend, living legend. Look at the condition he is financially. How is Floyd Mayweather, being the dipshit that he is, in a better financial situation than Manny Pacquiao? It's simply because of the man Al Heyman. And this is why you don't have all the fighters running to this seeming better money. Because it would seem the Adrian Broner has a promotional company that, you know, I think it has some legitimate, you know, some legitimate legs to it. This is Al Heyman setting guys up financially in the future with their money and their assets and things like this. So kudos to Heyman, and I think that's one of the reasons you don't see these guys just running just to the money, to the dollars, because maybe Al has a better plan for him. What do you guys think? That could be the case. But, you know, look at what Jacobs did. In my opinion, I think Jacobs made the right move. You know, he took that risk going over to HBO as the B-side to fight Triple G, lost a close fight, uh, you know, and, um, you know, uh, got uh, – parlayed that into a fight, uh, a multi-fight deal with HBO and Matchroom, then now put that into a deal with the zone and Matchroom, and now he's got the biggest fight in boxing, you know? And sometimes you got to take risks, you know, in situations like that. And um, with Charlo, you know, for, I mentioned Charlo because that's the one guy when you really look at him, like, what's he doing? You know, um, you know, You're talking about and Jamal, the reason why, right? Jamal? He, yeah, Jamal Charlo, because um, like Terrence Crawford, when people like when people try to compare Charlo and Crawford, to me, they're different because with, with um, Crawford, Crawford has a belt. So that means leverage. So at, at, at one one way or another, they're going to have to see him eventually because he has that belt. You know what I mean? If they really want to become undisputed, you know, like Errol Spence has said, Keith Thurman, they can't just completely ignore him forever. With Charlo, you don't have a belt. You know, you're not this big draw. So, like, you kind of have to, like, you know, make a move to get those fights. You know what I mean? Or those guys ain't going to fight you. You know what I mean? And – yeah. I just, like, now, like, he fought in December, and now they're saying he's coming back in June, him and his brother. And his, his opponent hasn't been named yet, but we all know it's not going to be anybody big time. So now you just fought. Um, his, look at his last few fights he's fought, man. Like, he fought the Centennial guy, and then he fought, uh, um, you know, he fought the guy with the one leg that one time. Then he fought, like, Centennial. Then he fought yeah. Korobov. And then now he's going to fight whoever in June. What's he really – I mean, these are not going, doing anything for his career. Yeah. You no? Know? But here's – and with all that said, Sime, I take all that, that data, and I, I, I also add it to what Al Heyman's advisory and how deep – how long-rooted his advisory is. Maybe Al Heyman's advisory goes as far as real estate. Um, investments. I know it goes into investments because Mayweather has came out and said, you know, Al Heyman has set me up to have a seven-figure income monthly, and the rest of my money goes another place. Nobody's doing that for you. Eddie Hearn not doing that for you. You know, Eddie Hearn come on there, and he may give you some certain guaranteed purse, 
But after that, Eddie Hearn's done with you. And depending on how well you perform and how much revenue you generate, that's going to be what it is. I'm starting to believe that Al Heyman does a lot more for these guys aside from boxing. I believe it's investments. I believe it's, you know, um, stocks and bonds and 401ks and things of that nature and real estate because everybody looks really comfortable and fucking happy and satisfied. If I could say something on that too, if I could go ahead, y'all. If you look at Floyd Mayweather, for instance, I said this plenty of times. I think Floyd would have been broke if he wouldn't have got with Al Heyman. Uh, The way he spends money, I doubt he would have made investments. Al Heyman was the one that took him by the hand and guided him into corporate America and showed him how to invest and how to, you know what I'm saying? And right now, he's got things going for himself. I, I credit that to Al Heyman. I don't think, look, as you know, Floyd is not the most brightest guy in the world out there. We all know that. Al Heyman took him by the hand, and he, and he really showed him the ropes. I truly, truly believe that deeply. You know what I mean? Hey, hey man. I got to say something. I hate. I really don't want to say this because I don't want to sound like a hater, man, but I'm just going to say it. Okay. Ah. Let me take a deep breath because I don't want to say this. All right. Okay. Floyd comes out a lot and says about his investments and all that stuff. Usually high-profile guys, when you hear about their investments, you actually have like a a trail of it. You know, you kind of know, oh, this guy's into this. He's investing into this. I'm still wanting to know like what investment does Floyd actually have besides like TMT.com or whatever he has, you know, selling his TMT stuff. Like, can somebody please tell me? Because I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot of. I mean, I've been hearing about Filthy Rich Records for like almost 20 years. You know. <laughs> oh come on, hey, son. Well, now you know that's damn well TMT is, is an actual promotional company. You know that. That promotes fights. Yeah, well, big fights. They you yes yes they do. But if you look at that company, they the mayor of the promotions. I mean, they have Badu Jack and I mean Tank Davis. My thing with Floyd, they promoted you are fights. the most marketable. Now, Conor McGregor you, fought on a Mayweather promotion. Now, tell me one other fighter out there that, other than Oscar De La Hoya. Now, but Oscar he, but De La Hoya got himself no, set I don't up count pretty that, good. I, to me, I don't count that. I count because Floyd was in the fight. You get what I'm saying? This is what I'm trying to say is um, when – okay, Floyd's had Mayweather promotions for a while now. You are the most marketable, powerful boxer in the game. Why can't he ever – pick up these high-rising prospects coming out the Olympics. Why can't he ever sign them? Can somebody answer that for me? I'll I'll try to answer it. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because of Floyd, Floyd, like, if you watch, okay, now when he promotes a lot of fighters at the the press conference, he always takes time to actually praise himself. He always praises his own accomplishments in the ring. And I think a lot of other fighters... I think guys see that, and they like, you know, that shit is a fucking turnoff. Look, it's here's the off. magic to it all. Here's the magic, guys, and then Janelle's touching on it. We don't expect Floyd. Floyd is a dipshit. Here's the yeah. magic. Yeah. Floyd is he's not, not – he's able to live his life and be financially stable all because of Al Heyman. Floyd was able exactly. to construct none of this, none of it, none Floyd was burning up hundreds, repeatedly having criminal offenses and all this domestic shit. And then Al Heyman came into the picture. Now Floyd seems to be pretty damn comfortable financially and set. I don't know the exact on the surface, yes, 
on, uh, well, it on the surface, pretty, yes. It looks pretty legitimate. It looks pretty legitimate. Floyd is really out here spending money, and, you know, he's not broke, man, and that's a lot. Now, you have a dude contrast right with him, even just a great of a legend in Manny Pacquiao, who's out here still fighting, and it has to fight Errol Spence, handled by Bob Excellent Errol point. his whole fucking Excellent career. Point. Handled by Well, technically, he's still fighting, to get too. Away from that man. Oh, come I mean, on. Floyd, stop it, Sign. Stop. Stop. stop hey, time. I'm just saying. Look, man. I'm just saying, bro. Look, look. Let, let me. Let me just. Let's just go off the facts. I'm not going to make up no stuff. He did have a lien on his house years back. He, there were reports about him, you know, owing casinos and stuff money. There was also reports about him um, going into the McGregor fight about some of his financial issues. So, you know what I mean? It's not like it's been like nothing's been said. Or now, is he? Do I think he's at a better level financially than Manny? Of course, like you said, he's. I mean, Manny out here maybe potentially. Thing. Now, how did this happen? Because Manny, Manny Pacquiao has a nation of people that pay to watch him fight. Floyd mm-hmm. Mayweather is an African African American fighter. That's a little different now. That's and play American Floyd also. That's a little different. But look, guys. We got to save all that for another time. Uh, we coming towards the end of this thing. We do want to set up Janelle versus Sign. Now that's pay per view money. I will. I willing <laughs> to pay. We might have to go on Patreon to set up Janelle versus Sign. I'll now we got to give that some time. Maybe we'll get some topics together and let you guys do your thing. But. The weekend. Yeah, let him go, go to training I, camp. Let him go to training camp and then I'm come back and guys, see if he's ready. Sure <laughs> we, how, we, uh, how we found uh, every fight we learn new things, right, guys? Every fight something learn new. And I think we were all slightly wrong in what Errol Spence was, and we were all slightly wrong in what Mikey Garcia was. At the end of it all, you know, Errol Spence goes on to – continue to be the boogeyman of the welterweight division. Mikey Garcia probably have to go down and wait and figure it out from there. Still some big things. I'm not completely out on Mikey Garcia. Deontay Wilder, we don't know why the ink isn't dry yet. We don't understand it. That's why we gotten all into this Al Heyman conversation. Of, because duffel bag boy, Al Heyman must be doing something really good for this guy. Now, Bob Arum been a part, part of the sport for 60 years. I ain't heard nobody name their kids after Al, uh, after Bob, but people are naming their children after Al Heyman. Um, a lot of fighters to go on to stardom have to break away from Bob Arum, i.e. Oscar De La Hoya, i.e. Floyd Mayweather, to become the stars that they eventually go on to become. All that for another day, guys. But... To my man Willow Wilson, host of the Sunday show. I'm just filling in for the real host, Showtime RC. To the family, Janelle, the homie Syme out there in Seattle. Beautiful Sunday to you all. It's been a Outsiders Box and Podcast. We out. Mama, I love you. P.O.P. All the time.